Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, Bootleg Cat Podcast, special guest in here, uh, one of my favorite new artists, man. I'm fresh from Maui. It's like midnight for people who aren't, well, you're watching this whenever you're watching it, but we got the midnight interview popping off. Oh, yeah. Finesse two times, man. Yeah. Appreciate you pulling up, man. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, uh, you know, uh, just, I, I was telling Dwight from Atlantic. You ain't dropped no whack shit yet since you've been out, man. <laughs> you've been applying some pressure, bro. Yeah. That back end is like one of my favorite records. Yeah, like it's gonna be real hard for me to drop some whack. Like I'm an artist. I don't just go in the studio and punch shit in. Like I put that shit together. Like I paint a picture. So you, ain't, you, you, if you think you're gonna hear some whack from me, you can quit thinking about it. Yeah. So. Talk about that because we kind of are in the punch-in era of music. Everyone's punching in. Are you pretty? Are you penning everything? Yeah, I mean, I write like I've been writing all my life. I I don't think I'd never be able to go in because I like to. I like to. I want you to visualize what I'm talking about. No matter what it is, I can be talking about fucking. I want you to see it. I can. I can be talking about, you know, what I'm saying setting drills. I want you to see it. I ain't gonna just go in there and talk about fucking. Just you know what I mean, like. I want you to see this shit. And I feel like if I put it on paper, it come out better. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I could. I I feel that. Dude. You know, it's crazy because I feel like you notice the difference. Right. Because it is your your shit is very um. It is very visual. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can see this shit like. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Um, so you obviously, uh, I just watched your uh, your interview with, with Gillian Wallow, which I thought was super dope because I, I really thought. Just from like a perspective of like any young man is living life right now. There's so much to take from your story. And um, I think that like when we think about incarceration and being at your absolute worst in life, I think that I'm sure being in a jail cell, not knowing how long you're going to be locked up. I know you said you ended up not doing the whole 10. You did five. Um, but mentally to be able to like bounce back after you get released and like kind of not let up, if anything, 
level up. Like that takes a lot of mental fortitude, man. Most definitely. And shit, I still battle with it today. Like I still, I'm still transitioning. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's still a whole lot of shit that I don't know. It's still a whole lot of shit. Like I learn something new every day. Yeah, I might not even speak on it, but I be like, damn. I like it's still certain shit that I battle with. Like, damn, I can't believe this shit go like this, but I gotta do it. Like, especially with this internet shit, especially with the industry. You know what I'm saying? Like, with, with you know what I'm saying? Just rubbing elbows with like the fake love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up on principles and morals, so you know, like the fake love, like that shit get under your skin, but you gotta deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. gotta deal with it. There's like the industry like friendships and then there's like the real friendships. And it's like trying to figure out how to like maneuver and play the game in, in a way where you don't take the industry shit personal and right. you don't take offense to it. You just kinda know what it is and at the same right. time be aware of like what's actually happening. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, right. You said like uh the baby uh was somebody who reached out to you while you were locked up, showed you love, Kevin Gates, those were two of the first people who you tapped in with when you nah, got baby, out. Baby like I just heard baby was riding on my music, mm. but Gates actually reached out. Like Gates was reaching out like on like two or three different occasions, like you know what I'm saying? Like but like when I got around Gates I can feel his generosity. I can feel like where he come from, the struggle, the, the pain and shit. Like, so so niggas like that, like they gonna embrace this shit. Some people can just feel that shit through lyrics. Like, yeah, you can tell when a motherfucker actually done something and when a motherfucker ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like, or they just they they putting they didn't probably did something, but they putting extra shit on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you know you can. You know what I'm saying? If you come from that shit, you're going to be able to. Yeah. yeah, Gates is also somebody who's also kind of been in similar situations where he was incarcerated. And I think that, you know, how important is that to know that, like, because I have family members that have been doing, I mean, over 20 years in prison now. And I know that, like, anytime we write them or we accept their phone calls, it's so important. But I uh. feel like when you get incarcerated, did you ever feel like at certain points of time you were kind of forgotten about? When it came to family, friends, whatever. Yeah, but it get to a point where, like, you be like, shit, don't nobody owe me no letter. Don't nobody owe me no phone call. Don't nobody owe me no commissary. I put myself in this motherfucker. Mm. You know, you got to be a realist. When, when you, when you, well, that's, that's all part of being a man to me. You know what I'm saying? Just being a realist. Like, you got to accept this shit. Like, you you can't really feel like oh oh I'm lonely shit. You wanted to be lonely. You signed up for you knew what this yeah, what, what you came what with you this. Doing, so you can't even be if you do if you are lonely you can't. Now the ones that do stay there with you and do stick by your side, them the ones you got to cherish. Like them the ones you got to really be there for. And they might not be perfect. They might have flaws. You know what I'm saying? But at mm. the same time, like loyalty overall. So. If a motherfucker be loyalty, a lawyer, if a motherfucker be lawyer, then everything else, you can kind of work out with them. Like, yeah, you can work out the rough parts. Yeah, you can. The loyalty, work, I think, is a, long, that's the overall quality to have. Like, that's that's the as long as you lawyer, you you all right, we can work, we can work around your other flaws. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? That's my opinion when it comes to this shit. So that's how I feel about like, but yeah, it's, it get fucked up. It get lonely. It get yeah, it's fucked up. But you gotta. The only thing that kept me saying was, man, you did this shit. So you got to do what you got to do to not ever feel this feeling right here again. Mm. Yeah, I saw you said that you weren't playing like you weren't playing cards. You were just in your cell, just focused on 
staying right mentally, right? Now, don't get me wrong. I ain't going to just sit up here and lie and say I never played cards. Okay, okay. It was some days we got boring as a motherfucker. Right. Like, and a nigga play a couple hands of domino, a couple hands of spades, but I never just, like, you got guys who wake up every day and that's their mission. Like, they come out they cell with they blanket, they, they cards, they right. domino. I'm talking about from sun up to sun down, they playing dominoes, man. That's what they look forward to every day. Man, yeah, yeah, man. Like, if you if you see that nigga arguing, he arguing about them dominoes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's people like that, like that. Use their time strictly. You got your guys who use their time strictly for working out. You wake up every time you see this nigga, he working out. He doing push-ups. He doing. You got motherfuckers who 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 like to uh, go to the law library and help motherfuckers fight cases and get back. You know, I spent more majority of my time like in my cell. Like I, I spent majority of my science time to myself. You know, in the feeds we got MP3 players, so I be in my music. I get in my zone. I just. I'm I'm staying focused on the free world, read magazines and shit. And how are you able to update the music? Like like, do you have every a store to Thursdays, buy stuff or every two Thursdays in the feds in the BOP Bureau of Prisons, they uh update the uh, music catalog on a kiosk machine, and um, you able to download the new shit that didn't came out. Oh wow! Yeah, shit, dope as fuck. What was like uh, your go-to? Like, I, give me like a few artists who you kind of discovered while you were locked up that you like, you know. Well, you know, Lil Baby off the top. Yeah, Lil Baby off the top. Like, I know, I, I, I peeped him out. Like, I thought I was locked up for probably about eighteen months. Yeah, fourteen months of shit like yeah. that. And I started hearing. Um, I was hearing. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, it's my dog. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That was, I mean, that oh, was. Oh, no, him and Marlo sell a mm. lot of money. Yeah. A lot of bitches serve a lot of. I was like, damn, this shit hard. I like the Marlo too. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, I started listening to this shit. Um, uh, it was a few of them um, that came out while I, since I've been gone. Gone You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like a couple guys that went out when I had went in and shit. But yeah, though, like, he was one of the main ones I was riding to, well, working out to and shit. I was riding out in that motherfucker to that little baby talking this shit. What up, y'all? We're stopping the interview real quick to tell you about our good friends at MyBookie. We're live in my room right now in Las Vegas. And if you're not in Las Vegas like me and you want to gamble on sports in the easiest, most convenient way, you want to get that money, man. Listen, NFL season, we got college football, we got NBA going stupid right now. All you got to do is sign up right now at MyBookie using the promo code BOOTLEG and they will match your first deposit up to $1,000. That's right. Whatever you deposit up to $1,000, they're going to match that. They're going to give you free money to gamble with. So what the fuck are you doing? Inflation is crazy. Everybody can use some extra money. They're going to give you some free money to play with. If you make your first deposit using that promo code BOOTLEG up to $1,000, they're going to match it. Uh, I'm going to tell you what. This weekend, Cardinals versus Niners, Monday Night Football, Mexico City. I don't like my Cardinals. Go heavy on them Niners. All right, that's all I'm. That's my bet for the week. All right, let me know what you got. Uh, hit me on Instagram and all that. But don't forget to sign up and get this money with me at my bookie. All right, go to my bookie right now. Stream games, bet on them. You can live bet them. You can do the props, and of course, they got the live casino. All that my bookie promo code bootleg. Sign up right now, and they're gonna match your money up to a thousand dollars. Let's get back to the interview. Um, how much of your time were you? Because you know, you think like if you're an artist, you're a rapper, you're you have time to write. Did you get out with just like notebooks full of shit? 
Yeah, I got out like five minutes plus on. Just ready to go. Yeah, I got to keep it with me. Yeah. I so you, you still got the, the notebooks? I got it on me right now. Can we see him? Yeah, we'll break let's, this shit out, you. Let's see. Because I always wonder that, like, like, I feel like if I was as talented as you are, I was like, yo, I'm going to take this time to write songs, gotta, which is what you, you did. You got to think about it. Like, can walk in here and say right now, come to this thing, man, I got five the racks. I'm finna do that right here, right now. I'm finna, I'm finna make that money right here, right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of guest verses ready to go. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. Jesus. My bad. Well? <laughs> My bad. Hey, when you win and you win it. <laughs> Shit. Shit right here. Yeah. Let's see this. Here, I don't want to touch your bag. I don't know what else you got in there. Maybe another fucking $100,000 or something. <laughs> Who knows? Yo. All this shit. Was, so this man. is all from jail? Yeah, all this shit from the jail. This shit from the bunk. This is crazy, man. Yeah. Is there any organization to this? You just kind of go nah, through I and find... Out of all this shit, I probably dropped like 50 of them. This is shit. Can we show the? Yeah. Show this camera? This is crazy. Yeah, hey, this is my sack right there. This is my million dollar right there. This is my, this is my M. Do you, you pull from this still? Yeah, hell yeah. This is what I work out for. That's amazing, man. This is what I work out for right here. That's amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Rappers, you still got to write, man. Stop playing. Yeah. Put that pen to that paper. I'm going to get that pen to that paper. Some good at it. Now, don't get me wrong. Some niggas good at uh, Now, they are, but I, I do feel like when you write it, it's more like every line has more of a purpose as to where when you punch in, I feel like you're kind of trying shit. to rush through shit. Yeah, you just saying shit. And you be... And like every every engineer appreciate it. Every engineer that I done ran across, they be like, damn, I ain't never seen nobody record that fucking fast. Like, Yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I go in there, like, I probably could knock 10 songs out in an hour. I'd be done. Like, Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, I've been, I mean, I have a recording studio, so I've been in the studio with a lot of artists and the punching shit. I understand the, like, I understand why people do it, but at the same time, if you're, a, if you're an engineer, I can understand how it could be tired. All right, run me back right here. This guy knows. He's done it a million times. But not that's that's not just that, not just because I got it on paper, but like I said, I use my time constructively. Like so a lot of time when I was in the cell, I used to just believe it or not, go through this shit page for page. Wow. And just rep it. And then if I when I get tired, I, I bookmark it or I stopped it. The next day, let's do it again. That's amazing, man. And I used to sit in there, motherfucker, by myself and just go like, all right, this need to say this, and this need to come back like this, this need to, yeah, yeah. So. Was it like, uh, were you like rapping a lot? Like, were you like, in terms of like, were, th were there any ciphers going on? Niggas or? used to try to get me to rap, but I Because they knew you were a rapper, right? Yeah, but I went with this shit. Right. Yeah, I'm here to do my time. I ain't here to rap with I'm not here to entertain everybody. Nah, yeah. I'm doing time, man. Now don't get me wrong, it's been a couple times where excuse me, a couple good men, a couple good men, we get in the cell, smoke up some joints and shit. Right. We be like, bro, go on spit us one. I be like, all right, go on close the door. Let's spit y'all two, three on, let y'all see how I'm finna come. Yeah. And be like, damn, you finna fuck the streets up with that shit. Ooh, ooh. Man, stay out there, man, with shit like this. So yeah. 
I have, but not just no free, just in the unit, just rapping. Yo, you had talked about this a bit with uh, Wallow about, because I have two of my big cousins who've been incarcerated most of their life, and anytime I talk to them, or when they would get out and I would talk to them, something you brought up is something that they also brought up. They're locked up in Arizona, so the politics are a lot, it's a lot of race-related shit, you know, but... Um, they would always tell me about these riots. Like when the oh, prison shit. riots would pop off, yeah. shit would be crazy. People dying. You I heard you talk got, about you that. You ain't even got to be involved in it. That's what I'm saying. Like they would because some shit can pop off between some old motherfuckers, and that one nigga that that that, that never liked that you, and you don't even not know that this, this is opportunity to get you. So because it's a free for all, bingo. But you ain't even in it. Right. But once it go up, it go up, and then you got all the police running to this area. When now a nigga that stole you, upped on you with a knife, or you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this shit get wicked. It get wicked. Like this shit, it's a whole different world, dog. Nah, I already know. Is it is it something like where you like was it ever a point in time during a situation like that where you felt like, you know, it was close for you, in terms of, you know, wrong time, wrong place, or I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh, by me being affiliated with an organization, it didn't been time where I felt like it was over with when I was, like, you know what I'm saying, get bumping heads with my organization. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because it get physical. If you mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it physical sometimes. Like, when you break certain rules and shit. And I feel like, God damn, I might not make it out of this motherfucker. Because I know me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't good with authority. Not the police, but guys in the organization. Like, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? So I always stayed in some bullshit because I want good with, 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 I want good with, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers telling me what to do. Yeah, and then also, shit, shit, I mean, no matter where you're affiliated, at least from what I heard, once it becomes prison, everything changes in terms of like structure or, the politics, the rules, everything just—it's a whole new game, right? More different, yeah. More different, more different. Um, yo, you got locked up in 2017, right? Yeah. So the whole rap game was in a weird place then, because it was kind of like, obviously, like I feel like 2017, it was like peak clout rap shit, SoundCloud yeah. shit. Yeah. It was a lot of um, goofy antics on Instagram. A lot of rappers were getting signed just because they were doing dumb shit on the internet. Right, right. Um, yeah, like it today, though. Still is, but not as bad, because it got, it was bad. Like, 2017, 2018, it was rough. Um, but also, like, you went in and, like, Memphis was bubbling. Right. But now you're out, and it's like... Yeah, the man. forefront of hip hop. Yeah, Memphis like Memphis like that thing when it comes to hip hop. Like, I think it's the I mean it's I think it's the number one city. If, I mean, yeah, yeah, me too. And 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 much. Nah, love. I ain't being biased. Just because Shout out to Atlanta and also I think Detroit's bubbling right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Florida, obviously, different parts of Florida have been doing their thing, but I think just uh, Memphis has had the chokehold for the last few years. Most different, like Atlanta got their own. You know what I'm saying, but. Like Memphis bring a lot of uh, Memphis bring a lot of the the sauce, the seasoning to the rap guy. Like, yeah, I lingo like a lot of things we say. Like you know what I'm saying. Like the way we deliver, people picking up on this shit and people starting to respect it more. You know what I'm saying. Like they say we country, but now they like it. Well, now everybody sounding like they're from Memphis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know and they mean? using and they using southern beats. Everybody yeah. using. 
Take Keith. I was gonna say, think everybody, about Take Keith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody using, you know what I'm saying? These uh, these certain for them. Take Keith from Memphis. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So because I'm thinking like 2017. Obviously, Dolph is still, uh, you know, yeah, killing it. Rest in peace to Dolph. Gotti's still killing it. Black youngster was doing his thing at that time. Um, but now, like fast forward, and it's just like, man, everybody's signing somebody from Memphis. Right. If Gotti hasn't already signed him, um, and then you got like just this whole young crop of artists that are like, just yeah. I just think it's dope to see. What do you think it is about um, from before you went in to now? Do you feel like everyone's moving more in the same direction? Because it did feel like there was a lot of division in Memphis prior to. Uh, I would say probably before you got locked up, it felt like a lot of people, I mean, not to say they don't have issues now, but it feels like there's more of like a unified front. Maybe I'm wrong. I can say that it's just for business. I, Which is all right, right? I mean, you know. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I guess I guess you could say that, you know, but if, I mean, if you respect money, I don't respect money. That's fair. I don't respect money, so, you know, like... If I fuck with you, I fuck with you. But I'm 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 still getting over the hump of not respecting money. You see what I'm saying? Because like you, it's to it gets it's to the point now where like you know how they say, you know how they say a lot of people be 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 a sheep in wolf's clothing. Definitely, I feel like today you got to be a a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's you, fair. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you got to like like they see a, a real one coming. They see somebody who really authentic and who really about it. They they tend to stray away from you. They almost want you to be your worst self. Yeah. They almost want you, they're they're scared of of you. Be, they, so you got to be you got so to play extra nice. So you got to be a wolf, but you got to put on right. sheep clothing. But and back in the days, it was ain't nigga sheep's and wolves clothing. Right. But now it's vice versa. Like. You got to be a wolf. If you a wolf, you got to put on sheep clothing. Like like they say, like you a wolf running to a pack of sheep, yeah. everybody gonna scram. Mm -hmm. But if you a wolf and you put on some sheep clothing, you might get you into some blend in. Yeah, you might get into some rooms and you, you gotta blend in. You gotta blend in because like if you try to just be too real, too authentic, they gonna shut you out. They ain't gonna so that's what hurt me the most because I can't be who I am. I can't be who I am, like not far on the violent tip, but I can't say what I want to say. Like I can't, you know what I'm saying? Because it'll fuck up so much, so much business. Right, and it's like, especially nowadays, because you see it, man. This cancel culture shit is real, and motherfuckers are so like worried about like the brand or worried about like, you know, like I think I think you you hit it on the head. I think nowadays you got to kind of, you know. You got to fake it till you make it. I you mean, got to play just, the game to a sense, man. And I yeah. think that's all, I mean that's always been the case, you know. But I think a lot of people have kind of did no it. because back then, like Tupac and them, they were being them. I was gonna say, but I think a lot of people in the last like four or five years since since you know you've been down have probably showed you the path not to go. Yeah, they kind of made those mistakes for a guy like you to come in and yeah. see that and be yeah. like, oh, well, look, I'm going to move this way because yeah. there's a bigger picture. There's a bigger play here. I got to, I had to get with the program. Yeah. I had to get with, I'm looking at, but, but I'm, but I'm not belittling them. Or I'm not saying they less than a man. I'm, I'm saying they smart. Yeah, of course. They smart. But at the same time though, like 
the part that irked me is like, don't act like that when you really ain't like that. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, just get your money and stay out. Also, like, I think too, like, with anything, you should want to have growth, right? Bingo. You know what I'm saying? So, like, while you still want to be yourself, right? In order for you to grow fully, whether that's bring your family to certain things that, you know, give them certain things that they never had before, or establish certain situations for your career. Right. Um, that are bigger than just the rap shit. You know right. what I'm saying? We just saw Yo Gotti bought a fucking soccer team. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's the kind of shit I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, nobody wants to stay the same. But to answer your question, it, it's getting better. It's getting better. And I think, like, the situation me and Moneybag, Yo had, I, I believe that helped a lot of people out. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and him, come, me and him reuniting and coming back together and showing the city, the culture, like, like you can, you can get you over. You can move some past shit. stuff. Yeah, you can. You know what I'm saying? I didn't seen, I didn't seen real gangsters like in the streets that have bodies on both sides. I didn't seen them come together just for the, for the. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you know what I'm saying for the betterment of the, of the youth. You know what I'm saying? I didn't seen it. You know, so it could be done, but a lot of people pride in the way. And then the new generation, they just, I don't know. What up? We got to stop the interview real quick. We're live in Vegas right now. Uh, listen, fellas, if you're watching this and you need a little extra pep in your step, you know what step I'm talking about. I'm talking about that dick step, damn it, all right? If you need some help with that dick of yours, uh, Blue Chew is here to save the day. That's right. Same exact ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, but here's the catch. No awkward doctor's appointments. It comes straight to your door in a chewable form. Very discreet packaging, very discreet billing. Uh, you don't have to go to a, a random waiting room while you wait to get your dick pills from the doctor. It's an embarrassing situation. No, with Blue Chew, all you do is go to bluechew.com right now, sign up with the promo code bootleg. That's the most important part. When you sign up with bootleg at bluechew.com, you get your first month for free. You just got to pay $5 shipping. That's right. You go to Blue Chew. You get the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis in that blue chew form. Your dick is uh, on an all-time high. I mean, this thing is fucking booming. Uh, and then on the other end, they just dropped their new mint chewable, which has the same active ingredients as Levitra, all right, which is even stronger. So if you really need some help in the dick department, blue chew's got you, all right? Go get a free month. Fellas, I don't care if you're not even dealing with any dick problems. Maybe you just want to impress somebody you're about to fucking hammer, all right? Go to blue chew. Get your first month for free right now, delivered right to your doorstep using that promo code BOOTLEG. Go do that, and let's get back to the interview. Yeah, I'm not familiar with uh, whether or not you had a relationship with Dolph or whether or not it was good or, or bad, but obviously losing him for the city of Memphis was a big deal um, for hip-hop in general. Um, what, what what was the, you know, the, the severity of that loss just for the scene out there, man? I mean, like I said, I, I was incarcerated when it happened. Right. So I couldn't, I ain't really just feel that fake. I just knew it was fucked up. I was like, damn, like, like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? So, I, but I never got the full effect, you know what I'm saying? Because, but now that I'm out here, and I'm like, damn, no doubt, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, when it come to death, I embrace death. Like, that's on some personal shit. That's a whole nother conversation. But I don't look at death too bad. Like, I embrace it. Like, it is what it is. We live to die. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, too, if you live a certain way, you kind of got to brace yourself for death yeah. at all times. And yeah. Not just if you live a certain way. It could be any, you, anybody not to knock on wood, but any, you can leave and have a wreck. Right. It's written. 
Whatever gonna happen, gonna happen. All you can do is try to prevent it the best way you can. But when it's your time, it's your time. You can't run from it. It's one thing you can't run from. You can't run from it. So when it comes to death, like, I ain't the one to just be like, because uh, I'm a realist. Like, I understand it got to happen. It got, And I know it's a conversation that motherfuckers don't like to have, but yeah. I ain't going to lie to myself. That's fair, man. Something else that uh, obviously uh, you speak about in your music. Uh, yo, talk about, because I think a lot of people don't realize, like, the pimping culture in Memphis is like a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that is like kind of like a side to the to the game. Uh, obviously, it is the game, but a side to the streets that I don't think we hear about or left anymore. Because when I was a kid, we had so many artists like Too Short. and Players. Players and pimps. Just so many artists, do or die. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't you, you don't hear about it as much anymore in music. Um how big uh is that culture in Memphis still to this day? Like not to say you're involved or not involved, I just mean just in Memphis, general. Memphis you know, Memphis stands for making easy money, pimping hoes and style. Yeah. Making easy money, pimping hoes is serious. You know what I'm saying? And like like I tell everybody like that when this conversation come up, like Memphis Memphis and and Memphis pimping is like selling weed. It's different brackets though. Like you got you got niggas who pimp junkies. Mm-hmm. You got you know what I'm saying. Like it's just different brackets. You got niggas who you know what I'm saying. It's just same shit. It's people who sell fucking fentanyl laced drugs. <laughs> it's just it's just it's just in your it's just in your blood. There's natural. people who sell bullshit. You got lame niggas. You ain't even got to be a gangster to be a pimp. Right. You ain't got to be a killer to be a pimp. Like you could be a straight lame and do that. You got niggas that ain't gone. Ain't gone. Bust a grape in Welch's yard, like, but they pimping, like, right, you know. And I tell you, hey, pimp, like, it's a non-context boy, P, like, they don't want no problem. They don't want nothing to do with no smoke, you know what I'm saying? But they some pimping. So if the brackets are pimping, uh, dope fiends, right. what's the highest bracket? The highest bracket when you you get up in corporate, like extortion and. Like if a senator comes to town, extortion it get crazy. I ain't gonna put all that out there, but it get crazy. It's a, it's a, it's a darker side to it. Like like if a private investigator like needs a girl to set up some rich guy, no, like, take some crazy pictures. Like, like you know, you see it in the movie. Bingo, now, yeah. you, now, bingo, now you barking up the right like, tree. Look, I, I I need you to get this senator butt ass naked, strapped to a fucking bed, and uh, I'm gonna have somebody but across it, the it, it, like porn stars, your own porn company, like. It get deep like that. It get it get a whole lot more deeper. Yo, but when you went in, like OnlyFans wasn't popping, right? Nah. So now OnlyFans is like this whole back thing. Backpage was popping when I went. Backpage, rest in peace. Ah, <laughs> Trick Willie. Nah, nah. <laughs> Listen, I'm a married man, but I I am very aware that Backpage is no longer a thing. <laughs> First they got rid of Craigslist, then Backpage with. Now the bitches are on OnlyFans. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, I still don't understand OnlyFans. You know, a lot of guys are like managing women on OnlyFans. I have friends who do it. There's rappers who do it. Uh, who were we just talking to that manages girls? No, no, Lil Pump. Tiger does it. Uh, Adam Twenty Two from No Jumper does it. But I feel like it's kind of like. I guess it's kind of like uh, huh? having your own porn site, but it's like it's like you know instead of 
you get paid once like $800 to shoot a scene, you get paid residual income off your content. So oh. I think a lot of women, you know, are... I thought you were going to hit that motherfucker. Are you, I mean, this guy, bring that thing over here. Hit that motherfucker. I hit it on camera. <laughs> This guy, this thing is, look at this. I ain't smoking it, I'm straight. This is a monster. This is a fucking, this is a finger. That man got a whole gorilla finger over there. <laughs> oh, wait, you cut it in half? Oh, okay. Oh, hey, that shit got small fast, bro. <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, but OnlyFans, man. Shout out to OnlyFans. <laughs> The pandemic had that shit moving. You shout out all the giants. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't spend any money. You can get all the OnlyFans content for free on Reddit. Uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But he, yeah, so in 2017, Backpage was still a thing. That's crazy. I feel like Backpage has been gone for like 10 years. Yeah, shout out to Backpage. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, there was a street in Phoenix, Arizona called Van Buren. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, like the main track, right? So we would like, I was like 12, 13, my cousin was 15, we'd take my parents' car, and we used to ride up and down Van Buren, oh, fucking with prostitutes. We'd like, we would just troll them, we would throw water balloons at them, all kinds of shit. But it was, it's crazy, we got chased by a pimp once, actually. It was, oh, yeah? Yeah, because we, we hit a, a chick with a water balloon, and... uh and then we got chased down by a dude in an Escalade, and we got away. But it was it was pretty fucking. It was crazy because now, like, the internet just changed the whole shit. It's wild. Um, but yeah, the the world has changed since you've gotten out. Um, I'm loving just man. I was I was telling Dwight, yo, one of my favorite records is back end record, bros. I, I when I first heard that record, I was like, oh, this dude is like special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like. I can't wait to hear what the album is sounding like. Oh, this motherfucker finna be it. Like, this finna be one of them things. i let you hear one or two on before we leave. What is, uh, for you, this album, it's gotta, it's gotta be a big statement for you. Um, when are we getting the album? I know, we know Gucci's on the album. Obviously, that record's out. When are you releasing this? We'll probably put this out, what's today? We'll probably put it out fr Friday. I Friday or Monday. I can't expose the release day yet then, but... It's coming soon. Coming soon. Yeah, if it was going to be after the day out, because I'm finna announce it soon, 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 but I don't want to fuck up the announcement date, so. That's fair. But I'll I give you a couple on before we leave, but yeah, this shit, this shit finna be major, like, big. Outside of Gucci, who else do, do we, we have got, any? We got Quavo on there. We got, uh, we got the baby, mm. and we got uh, Gucci Mane, we said him, and uh, we got money bag, yo. Of course. Yeah, I got money bag going now. So this shit finna be, yeah, like. It's next level. Yeah, this shit finna be hard. Like, this is what the street's been missing. Like, I know that. What do you, because, you know, from your perspective, what's missing? And besides yourself, just in terms of content, in terms of musically, what do you think is missing that you're providing? Staying hard on a bitch. The way the, the way the bitch is hard on a nigga, and then they just buying down, tricking, and buying all type of shit. Right. Like, which is cool. Like, I ain't tripping. Like, do your thing. Like, but 
don't just you fucking the game up just out here just buying pussy like mm. because now it's making a, it making it hard for a nigga to just hit the bitch for free. How the fuck I'm a come? How the fuck I'm a compete with a nigga go buy a whore? Fucking buying a bitch a fucking Birkin bag. Yeah, I'm a compete with that cause I ain't got nothing but a meal for the whole. Yeah. I ain't got if they all you got is honey pack and some jack in the box. Nah, listen, I ain't tripping. I get the bitch some burgers and shit. <laughs> like, I, like I, for real. Like, I get the bitch a burger. Of course, like, yes. bro. Ask them. Like, I get the whole, like she want to smoke some weed. Get the whole some weed, y'all. Right, like, right, right, right. Yeah, boot You're up. here to take it back, f- and 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 yeah, that's real. I mean, look, shout out to the city girls. The city girls had us all fucked yeah, up the last four there. years. Yeah, let me get there. Like they've been going too ham. Like. Like they've been going too ham. It's like it's time and to I tilt just, the scales and back. See, I'm from Memphis. We don't do that. Yeah. We don't. We don't. We don't get down like that. Like you know what I'm saying. But I get it, man. But them niggas done fuck the streets up. Like while I'm in jail, like they like my sister did this sister. I'm like yeah. Then I'm listening to the city girl. I'm listening to everybody break a trick and this. And I'm like damn, they hard on the boys out there, man. Like I'm like nah, man. I got to stand up for this shit. I'm from Memphis, like. So now it's like, nah, bitch, sock it to my pockets. So now I'm trying to make all the, the, the real men like, nah, bitch, sock it to my pocket, put it in my mitt. Let me get that. So hopefully I'll be the one that changed the wave. You're going to tilt the scales back in the other direction. Yeah, man, we can't be going for this shit. Yeah. Make them make them hoes come clean. They was here to, put, yeah, come clean like the washing machine. Them hoes need to, what they were doing back in the day, putting a nigga hand, it's going to go back to that, fucking with me. It ain't going to be this no more. Like, nah, like also, I we, said, we can't set up a, a whole generation of young women to think that they could just be pretty and get rich off of dudes. Exactly, exactly. We ain't going for this shit. He said, put it in my mitt. Put it in my meeting, yeah. <laughs> hey, what up, y'all? Bootleg Kev, got to stop the interview to tell you about our newest sponsor, man. Shout out to the homies at Hardeen Las Vegas. That's right, the number one dispensary in the whole state of Nevada, let alone in the whole fucking country. So many choices of premium cannabis, ladies and gentlemen. It is like, how can I put this? You walk into it, you go to Hardeen in Las Vegas. When you're on vacation, when you're out there tricking off, whatever you're doing, stop off at Hardeen. Tell them I sent you. Be like, yo, bootleg Kev sent me. They're going to take care of you at Hardeen. When I say selection, I mean selection of the best premium cannabis in the world. The best dispensary. There's a reason why Hardeen is world famous. Follow them right now. Hardeen underscore Las Vegas. Go to their website, HardeenLasVegas.com. That's J A R. D-I-N underscore Las Vegas. When you're in Vegas, you have to pull up to Hardeen. Tell them I sent you and get high off your fucking face. I don't even know what that means. How do you get high off of your face? Eh, whatever. Melt your fucking face off with some of that good Hardeen, y'all. Go follow him one more time. That's Hardeen underscore Las Vegas. Let's get back to the interview. You got to do a song with Too Short, man. Too Short? Or Rapping Forte. One of these just OG like... Or are you familiar with Sugar Free? No sugar free, man. You don't know sugar free? No. Oh man. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, I gotta do this on camera. Alright. Because I want you to hear this song. It's called "Why You Bullshitting" by Sugar Free. It's the greatest pimp song of all time. Straight up. A hundred percent. This is this is a legend. His name is Sugar Free. 
You gotta listen to what he's saying though. His verse is disrespectful. Yeah. Wait, here it comes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> never hear no one, but I smack a bitch. <laughs> This fool said. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, she I'm, used to I'm be my host. She used to sell her pussy down in Redondo. <laughs> he talks about like uh, what is it? What's the what's the song where he talks about fucking uh, selling his bitch? I forget what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's like, uh, but for the for the lovely price of three ninety nine, you can have my bitch. <laughs> Sugar free, man. You got it. That's the world has to make this happen. Please, yeah. please, mob ties. Let's make that happen. <laughs> Speaking of mob ties, how, how did you end up linking up with uh, with mob ties and uh, Jay Prince Jr.? Um, I was doing time, and uh, I had heard about them. I, I actually, I actually had already wanted to work with them, you know, since before I met them. But I met them through, uh, I met them through one late artist, uh, named Brazer. Mm. I met them. I, that's how we like literally linked in. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I found out he was, you know what I'm saying, a fan of my music and shit. So I ended up chopping it up with him, and shit, we clicked instantly. Like, before before any type of contract or anything, he was there for me. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with me and shit, the long way. I feel like uh, people who don't know, this is the guy who discovered Drake. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I would hope naturally. I could just see Drake just, just <clears throat> randomly jumping on a song out of nowhere, like the back-end remix or something, or... Has Drake listened to your shit? Like, is he a fan? Is he, I ain't going to release no information. Just mm -hmm. know. Yeah. You guys have a song together? Nah, man. That'd be cool. Do you have something? That'd be cool. <laughs> it's going to fuck the streets up, Jay Wade. So have the Drake vocals came in? Uh, <laughs> you know. You know. You'll see. What will we see? <laughs> you'll see. I got a lot of big surprises coming up. You know, some might say Drake has a lot to do with the simping, though. So there might be a clash in uh, in mind states when it comes to females. Uh, uh, <laughs> he is the simp god. He's the sixth god, and he is the simp god. He yeah. might be the ultimate trick, and that's okay. No, no, Kanye West said he'll buy a bitch a house, so that's pretty crazy. He just said that in an interview. See, let me tell you something that I believe. Like, I believe that if I believe that you you give what you get, and you get what you give. Like, so in order for me to do something for a bitch, she got to do something for me first. Mm. But she got to break the ice. She got to come to. Yeah, the I ain't gonna be the first one to break the ice. And you ain't gonna just be able to buy me no ear pods or some shit, and or a fucking pair of Air Forces and you some cologne. You can't do me that. No, yeah. you got to buy me some big shit. If you, if you buy me some forces, then I'm gonna buy you some forces. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Hey, you can't buy me forces and then you get a bag. Bingo. That's 
I fucking love that precedent we're setting. Yeah, like like. No, so, you buy me a Rolex, I'll buy you a Rolex. Bingo, like you can, like you can, like you know what I'm saying. You can. It's it's cool to fuck with a month. It go for anybody. If you buy me a bottle of cologne for Christmas, because mm-hmm. you're a broke as fuck and this is the most unthoughtful gift anyone can get somebody is cologne right, right. then you're gonna get some fucking perfume bingo i love it you know so you know you know you get what you give i love that shit with me that's my logic yo what i love about me. memphis is the way you guys pronounce music 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 <laughs> <laughs> Man, everybody, I, that's the one word. If I just hear him say it, I'm like, you're from Memphis. <laughs> Have you been able to link up uh, somebody who I, I love as well from the city who's uh, immensely talented and is having a great run right now is Glorilla. Have you guys linked up? Not shit. It's coming soon, though. Yeah. She's bringing that great energy, She's moving. I'm moving. We, you know what I'm saying? I feel like together on a song, you guys would fucking spaz because you guys each have such unique tones. Right. Um, that's one of the first things I picked up about you was like, man, your voice, your tone is, is, uh, is very unique right now. So, um, yeah, we were just, it's crazy. We were just talking about this shit today. You and Glorilla? Nah, me and my people. Y'all gotta make that happen. We got some shit that we, you know, that we trying to, but you know, we both moving a lot. We both, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it'd be hard, kind of hard to bump up. That's fair. And then motherfuckers be wanting to get in the lab. Motherfuckers don't just be wanting to. Do send a song, song and send over. it to you. Now, nah, most of you want to feel the energy. That's you that wants that? I mean, it, I, I done seen it with artists, period, since I've been out. Like, niggas be like, well, I'm trying to lock in. Well, because that's the in. difference, I think, nowadays, is that people don't get in the, in the studio together anymore. Yeah. Like, they, I mean, you got to look at how much shit happened in the hip-hop culture in the world. Yeah. And the hate and jealousy at all time. That's real. I feel like the safer move is to, like, just send me the session. I mean, yeah, but like... Because, you know, you go to the studio, you don't know whose entourages are there, you don't know what the fuck's going on, you know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely... Since 2017, we've lost a lot of people in hip-hop. Like you said, the, the, the temperature is just a lot different than it's ever been. You know what I'm saying? And that's not even just in rap music, that's anywhere. Yeah. Like, out here in L.A., shit is cra- crazy. Everybody a rapper. Like, you drop one song, and you a rapper, and then when you die, they be like, oh, rapper such and such, the kill, don't woo. Right. He wasn't even no real rapper. He just recorded a song, and now they got the game looking like all rappers dying. And then they get a Say Cheese TV post, because they got two songs. Yeah, you know. Yeah. The whole time, you weren't no rapper, rapper. You weren't dedicating your life to it. You it was just, your hobby. You know what I'm saying? Hey, at what point in time did you feel like you stopped taking, like, when did rap become full-time for you and not a hobby anymore because i feel like everyone has that period of time where you start taking this like serious like you know obviously you start rapping you try to fuck around with it it starts to work out when did you decide to kind of like go 10 toes in two feet in on the on the rap shit shit when i just went and did that bit that was it that was the difference yeah, it, was, it was like I'm, I'm ready like i already I always had the tenor and like i said before i went in i dropped the going straight in song and that motherfucker was climbing while I was incarcerated. I went to jail. It was at 8 million views. And I came home. It Jesus. was like, what, 46, 47 million views. Like, Jesus. Like, and this is without promotion. This is without a label. This is without, like. That shit might this, be on its way without, to gold. This is without me. Right. This That's without, without you. This is yeah. without me. Like, this yeah. shit was growing while I was incarcerated. So I'm in jail. I'm like, damn. 
this shit can actually, then I'm getting royalty chicks in jail from all distro kid. Wow. So I'm like, damn, like this shit. And then, hey, you're on distro kids. So you're keeping all the money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then, but now I'm, I got the distribution deal with it. No, now. but I, no, I know you're on Atlanta. Oh, but I'm yeah, saying then, back then, yeah, it was all the money. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting all, all the bread. Yo, 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 yo. So that's when I knew, like, all right, boom, I got a way. I got a way I can get out the streets. I ain't got to come back to this shit at all. Like, I'm going to get out of jail and I'm putting both my feet in this shit. I'm putting my mind, my heart, my soul, my blood, my sweat, my tears in this shit. And I'm going to go. Like, I ain't, I ain't feeling nothing or nobody fuck my opportunity up. I honestly feel like this is my last opportunity I got in life. That's so I'm so so I'm 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 at this shit like 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 yeah that's like, how it should be man yeah I ain't I ain't going for none of this shit. Hey, we got to stop the interview real quick to tell you about our partners at Odd Socks, our presenting sponsor here at the Bootlegged Podcast. Listen, Christmas time is approaching faster than you think. I mean, we're like fucking a month and a half away or some shit, whatever. Uh, get some Odd Socks for your folks. Go to oddsocksofficial.com. Use the promo code Bootleg. And you'll save 20% off at checkout. The most comfortable socks in the world. That's right. We got some Scarface socks. They got WWE. Yeah, I mean? They also got the Cheech and Chongs. They also got the Flamin' Hots for you hot shit eating fucks out there. My favorite, just the Odd Socks Basics. They're just so comfy. Literally the most comfortable sock in the world. I'm holding a fucking sock right now. You can save 20% off. Plus... They got boxers now, baby. All right. Go to oddsocksofficial.com. Promo code bootleg at checkout. Save 20% off and support our family at Odd Socks and the podcast at the same fucking time. Let's get back to the interview. Who were your biggest influences, would you say, to your style, to just, just on some rapper shit? When you were growing up, who were like your top three or four guys who were like always just. Man, coming? if you put 50 Cent, Gucci, man. Yo got it and Dobie all in like Rest one pot. Yeah, you get finished two times. I love that. Put all them niggas in one. All them niggas inspired me some type of way. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got it was just a, from Memphis. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you young, and this was before the internet. Uh, no, he was on TVT Records and dropping the mixtapes with DJ Smalls and shit back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Like 3 Six Mafia. Of course. Like, you hearing that type of shit? Like, it's like, as a kid, and like I said, like a lot of people don't know about me. My I had a musical family, so like all like my mama, my mama could sing, my my auntie could sing and dance, my uncle could sing and dance. Right. And so it was just a musical house. Like everything was just always music, music, music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so you know I grew up around the, the music. Was the hypnotized mind shit like? Uh, did that have like obviously you know? Shout out to 36, shout out to Fraser Boy, shout out to La Chat, shout out to Eric. You know, the whole fucking Lil White. Triple you know what I'm Six. Saying? Triple Six. How how big of a uh impact did they have like growing up just knowing that like there was somebody else from Memphis that I mean they were nominated for an Oscar, you know what I'm saying? Like Right, right, right. I mean, that was big for the city. That was that was big as hell for the city. Like, like damn them for then, you know, the hustle and flow movie, like you know what I'm saying? They kind of solidified like the culture of Memphis. Like we like like that movie was real. Like everything about that movie was authentic. Like that's Memphis right there. Wow. It was shot in South Memphis. That's Memphis every day, all day. Shout out to uh, Terrence Howard, all time performance man. Yeah, I believed it. Yeah, <laughs> I believed. Yeah, that it. shit. That shit was hard. That shit was hard. Like that's how it is. What's your favorite album of all time? 
man, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I can't even say my favorite album of all time. I can give you probably like my top three. Give me three. You got Get Rich or Die Trying by Yo Gotti. By 50. I mean by 50. And yeah. you got Life by Yo Gotti. Okay. And you got uh, 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 Doe 3 by Doe B. Okay. Yeah. Doe B was like somebody who still, f I feel like his life was cut so short, his career was cut so short. Being from Alabama. It still fucked me up that people don't be knowing Dobie. Yeah, like, you know, I feel like kind of he was like the guy who was going to take Grand Hustle to that next level and really put on for a state. You know what I'm saying? Like, being from Alabama, like, yeah, he's crazy, man. So, rest in peace to Yeah, him. that was fucked up, though. Like, that, that hurt me. Like, that fucked me up. Yeah. Yeah, that fucked me up. Uh, well, listen, man. Hopefully, we get the album soon. Well, you're going to be announcing it soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be announcing it real soon. Real soon. Yeah. Song with Drake coming real soon. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Back end remix featuring Drake coming real soon. That'll be hard. That'll be hard. Just stay tuned. Also, well, did you guys lose Kodak Black at Atlantic too? Uh, I was going to say... Get the, I would, I, for some reason, I feel like you and Kodak would go crazy. It'd be a lot easy because you guys are supposed to be label mates, but I'm not sure that's the case anymore because I heard he left. Hey, you know what? Great timing because you guys got him now. Young boys out of there. The budgets are all yours now because young boy and Kodak <laughs> skated. <laughs> Shit. Well, hey, congrats on the situation with Atlantic. Um, congrats on the... Man, just the music is great, bro. Your energy is dope. And I feel like... Um, yeah, man, I feel like you're going to be one of them ones, bro. I most definitely did. I supposed to been right here. I just I just couldn't stay out of jail. I ain't had, like, I Maybe you needed the jail, though. Most definitely. Like, a lot of people, a lot of people might look at my situation like a bad thing. Like, I needed this shit. That was, it was, it was a blessing, and it was a gift and a curse. It was a curse because I was gone away from my family, my kids, and shit like that, like, you know, but it was it was it was a gift because like I needed the discipline, I needed the time, I needed, needed to, to sit think. down for I a little needed, bit. Yeah, I need I needed for my life to flash for my shower facing thirty years. Jesus. So so my life flashed for my eyes. Like when you get to a point where you sitting there, motherfucker, and you looking at the concrete walls and the TVs, and you like, damn, this is what I'm finna have to do for the next thirty years. And it, you know what? Obviously, it worked out. You only did five, right? Yeah. Is it safe to say that had you not got incarcerated, that you might like you shit might have went a whole other direction for you in terms of like maybe you, maybe you might it. not even be here. That's why I don't regret it. That's why I don't regret it. Yeah. That's why I'm the same way death ridden, life ridden. Everything happened for a reason, but I feel like you have a choice. Mm. Some people have a choice. You have a choice to go left or right. What would be before you go, man? Some advice you would give to anybody who's watching this who's a fan of you, who's mixed up in the wrong shit, who's kind of like at a crossroads in their life trying to, maybe trying to dig their way out of being wrapped up in street I ain't shit. Got, I ain't got nothing to say for a motherfucker that got their freedom because as long as you got your freedom, you got a chance. Mm. But for the people who, and I, I got I got motivation for the ones incarcerated. Yeah, yeah, talk about like, that. Like, like some, the ones who, yeah. who, I won't let the ones incarcerated know like, man, you got a chance. Like you can actually come home and do this shit. You can make a living, not just off of music. Like like I, I said in my last interview, I done seen dudes, I done seen dudes take twenty, twenty five dollars worth of commissary 
and turning it to eight and ninety thousand, come home with eight and ninety thousand, or buying box trucks and eighteen wheelers and shit from behind bars. You know what I'm saying? So I want to encourage them, the ones who are already doing it, and the ones that's not doing it, that's still behind bars. Man, get yourself together, cause ain't everything in jail free. You get free draws, you get state soap, you get free lights, free water. You know what I'm saying? Three meals a day, draws and shit costs out here. Washing powder, bleach, all that shit costs. That Groceries. Shit yeah, that shit costs. You ain't going to eat no three meals out here for the free 99. Electricity. So I encourage them to, man, get on your shit while you in there because it's hard out here. It ain't easy. You know what I'm saying? And for the ones who free, just know your freedom can be taken away from you. So, man, take advantage of being free. That's the best thing you can have is your freedom in your life. Wow, man. $25 a commissary, flipped it in the 90K. I done seen it, bro. Wow. I done seen it. I seen a dude do 20. I seen a dude do 20. I ain't see it, but I met him like my last year and a half. And, man, he, he told me how he got started, wife left, whatever, whatever, whatever. And shit. And then he had like $40, $50, dollars to his name. And he started him a store. And what you do is, what you do is, a nigga can come to your cell now, you got a cell full of shit. You got the tater chips, you got the nutty bars, you got the soap, you got everything. Now, say your family ain't fortunate. You Say you ain't got no money and you just won $25 at the Domino game. Right. You could take this $25 and take it to him and say, hey, man, uh, I need $25 worth of shit. And he got a, you got a choice to either you can send it to his book or you can send it to his uh, cash out to the streets or whatever. But... Nigga like me, I wouldn't trust nobody to cash out. Put that shit on my book. So you got niggas who doing time, and they just building, 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 building. And before you know it, they come home, 100, 200, up, like Damn. 50, 60, 70,000. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I want to encourage them, you know what I'm saying, to man, stay on your shit, like, because it ain't easy out here. Ain't that the truth? It man. ain't easy out here. Well, look, I appreciate you pulling up, man. It's all good. I'm glad, man. I'm glad we had to make the midnight interview happen. And I look, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the album, man. Say that. There Say it, it is. is. Say that. Finesse two times. Boom. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.